Google kept my ass in my pants at the local McDonald's, dog. Thank you, Google. What it do? Welcome to the very first episode of the Great State Podcast. Wow, wow, wow! My name is Kenzo. If you ain't know, I'm here with the homie Calabrese. Say what's up to the people, man. Hello, everybody. How y'all doing? My name is Calabrese, or you can call me Breezy for short. I know Calabrese cannot be spelled. I know you're gonna spell it wrong, so just say Breezy, okay? Are you sure we're gonna spell it wrong? Yes, cause I spell it wrong. <laughs> I, that's exactly what I was getting at. I was like, this nigga, you spell it incorrectly. What the fuck? You gonna put it I on say this? K K A L I B R E Z. So it's Calibres. That's dumb as hell. Calibres. <laughs> so I'm overriding the system and I'm just gonna call it Calibres. 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 Do, 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 do. <laughs> uh, I'm feeling this Kiki Palmer. Mm, I'm feeling this Ooh, wine. I'm feeling it. Okay. In a cup it shouldn't be in. But it's cool. It, really, that's some hood shit that you got going on. This nigga drinking wine. Look look here. My man drinking wine out of a mug. I'm not gonna tell y'all what kind of mug it is. Cause it's it almost is sacrilegious. The letters and shit are peeling off but man, of it. You break bread and you break wine. That's what it, that's what it means. This is religious as hell. And it's on Sunday. You going straight to hell. <laughs> You're going there, and I'm not going with you. It's fine. I'm gonna be buzzed. <laughs> like I said, this is the first episode of the Grace Day podcast. It's been a long time coming, y'all, and we finally here. We're ready to get this content out to everybody. Yeah, yeah. Man, so today. I want to talk about the great state of the podcast itself. It took a whole lot for us to get here. Some oh, trial man. and error. Oh, man. Oh, man. And we still have some things that we're trying to work out. But all in all, I'm very excited. I'm excited to get into this fuckery and this foolishness <laughs> with y'all. <laughs> There's going to oh, be yeah. heavy niggatry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> niggatry. <laughs> heavy niggatry. I came in with niggatry. At least Can't, three bags. Hey, look here. Mm-hmm. You got to share some of the nigga <laughs> Oh, man, I got some. <laughs> this nigga went in his pocket. <laughs> but, yeah. Nigga tree. No. And, and, you know, we're we going to balance out the nigga tree, of course. Yeah. You know, with some sensible stuff. We're both chocolate Americans. So, we're going to act like we got some, some goddamn sense. I love that so much. Every now and again, what, chocolate Americans? Yeah. Don't it sound like you're civilized? Yes. Right. I love it. Instead of just being a nigga, sometimes yes. I'm a nigga. I'm I'm not even gonna lie. And it's sexy. <laughs> I'm a I'm a chocolate American. Uh huh. Hey, that shit is sexy as hell. <laughs> I'm a chocolate American. <laughs> Dip a strawberry in my face. God damn. <laughs> oh lord. <laughs> but it really is just a way of you know saying we're civilized black people because not all black people act like they got some goddamn sense. Oh yeah. We're, we're educated. We have good, decent careers. You know what I mean? And uh, we still have a little bit of nigga in us. I mean, we we from where we from, you know, in our environment, we had to go through that nigga tree. So it's going to be in us. But other than that, we, we are civilized people. Absolutely. But I am excited for starting this podcast because it's going it's going it's going to be something great. I just think I just think it's going to be something great. Absolutely. It's oh, going to yeah. be great. It's already great because we both some damn fools. And, you know, it's just about time to share this with people who are also damn fools. Yes. Um, I know for me personally, especially being a millennial this day and age, it's 2020. We got a president starting wars and all kind of weird shit. It's very important shit. to have a way to kind of get that about or get that out. Oh, yeah. And I just see this as an opportunity for it to be kind of therapeutic in a sense. Um, you know. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Believe me, I know. Walking around with this bullshit in our phones and our minds all day, we gotta get it out. And guess what? We are gonna get it out for you. 
So if we say something you're going to agree with and you want to just curse out in your car, yeah, fuck Trump. You know? (laughs) (laughs) You know, you can say that. You know? You know what I'm saying? But, you know, we don't discriminate. If you like Trump, it's it's whatever. It's whatever. Just know, you know. You know, exactly. He fucking up. He he, he fucking up. (laughs) He been fucking up. This nigga is a bully. And... You know, I'm not even gonna get into that. Nah, I'm not you know, gonna get I, into that. Okay, so so we're not gonna get all political, but you know this this war shit is personal, right? It is personal. It's so emotional. What the hell? This nigga is a five year old. You want to get rid of me? <laughs> I can't believe you want to get rid of me. I'm gonna go fight a. I'm gonna go fight another kid. For real. Then the kid fight back. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. How dare you? Just emotional. <laughs> Jackass. Anyways, <laughs> for real, we we not gonna get too deep into politics. Not yet, anyway. That's definitely coming up because oh, yeah. it's that's just a part of the experience, especially as a young adult, just trying to process all this bullshit. Oh yeah, it's just you know. So we are gonna get the shit off. Um, hopefully, some of y'all agree. If y'all don't, this is how I feel. I have a whole lot of ignorant shit to say most of the time, even though I have some sense as a chocolate American. But if you take too many generalizations, which we offer on this podcast, if you take too many generalizations seriously and you take that shit in your chest, I want you to stop the podcast right now. Go to the back room and lay the fuck down while the grownups talk. I don't know if you ever noticed, (laughs) but every family function Got that back room with like a random ass baby that sleep. <laughs> and it be coats and shit all around the baby. Uh, go lay Take, down with the baby. Go lay down with the baby while the grown folks talk <laughs> because we're going to make some gross generalizations. Go take some nap. But you know what we're talking about. Exactly. Use your common sense. I don't know. Common sense is about proximity. Um. And some of these niggas ain't been nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so that's just a, that's fair warning. Common You're gonna sense. get that. I can smell. <laughs> Damn Nigga. it, I spilled some of my wine. Oh shit! Damn it. Anyways, come on, man, get but it together. The, <laughs> but yeah, this def, this podcast is definitely gonna be you know talking about the great state of things. We're gonna be going over a lot of different subjects, current issues, you know, things that we're going through as millennials, as people, as career people as black people everything so we're gonna be going through a lot of different things straight up and in case you didn't get it from the intro um texas motherfucker that's where i stay we both are here in houston that was the most polite way to say that ever (laughs) you know what i'm saying um we're both uh based in houston so a lot of the things that we experience are going to be from the perspective of a houstonian one is homelessness oh dog it's heavy you know i've seen a homeless guy in downtown in like the corner with his ass out and he was just laying on the floor like his whole ass his whole ass you know what i believe you oh yeah it's like it's like the mcdonald's in that in that little downtown area right next to the louisiana fried chicken that's like the most hood and mcdonald's in all of houston <laughs> that's the mcdonald's where your ass Hands will be out <laughs> why my ass out what the fuck you know what i don't know what that man experienced in his life i don't know what decisions he made that led to him having his ass out around a local mcdonald's but that shit is common and yeah. it's so crazy i was going through what was it west chase district a few days ago and i noticed that they kind of threw up one of them signs in the median and it said in huge fucking letters it's okay to say no to panhandlers oh yeah i've seen that a couple times yeah i said what the fuck it's getting so bad that the city i mean the city is politely telling your ass look (laughs) like hey man say man don't you ain't got to be forced to do this okay (laughs) don't feel bad these motherfuckers made some decisions that got them out here on the streets with their ass out at the local mcdonald's oh yeah and you don't have to give to these people. Now, on one hand, it's like, that's some real ass shit. The mm-hmm. other hand, it's like, y'all look, y'all some assholes. If oh, I want to yeah. give to these people, because you never know what their circumstances yeah, are. Some of them might, might actually be in need, but in like really trying to do something. But then there's other ones. It's just like, fam, I just want $5 so I can get a Coke. Okay. I'm trying <laughs> to get a soda. Sometimes they go and, you know, buy other things, but... 
what's important to know is that we don't know what they're planning to do with that money. Yeah. So you kind of have to give freely and be like, look, I'm just giving whatever you do on your end is your business. But I want to talk about the state of charity on social media. Oh, yeah. Before before that, let me let me say something real quick. Cause yeah. this cause this just popped up something in my head that made me angry. <laughs> oh, oh, this nigga got hate in his heart already. So <laughs> this nigga got so, hate in there already. I give sometimes sometimes I give money depending on if I have some extra change or something. Every once in a while I give it, right? It's cool. But I also have I've had moments where it's like I'm never giving it to anybody ever again. No money on the side of the street. This one time I was in a jack in the box, okay? And I'm trying not to clap, but I'm clapping because I'm black and I'm angry. This nigga clapping because he's black and he's angry. <laughs> but I was in the jack in the box trying to enjoy my sandwich and shit. And this guy came over. He's like, hey, man, you got like $3 so I could like buy a sandwich or whatever. I said, oh, okay, I'm, I'm going to let you I'm gonna let you do that. Uh, so I gave him enough money to get a sandwich. This man said, hey, man, hold my bag. He had me hold his damn homeless bag. And while he went around asking other people for money. I'm sorry, what? He said, what? hold my bag. And he put the bag right next to me and started asking other people for money. Oh, hell no. And then he actually tried to start getting getting a sandwich and then they denied his ass. I was like, I've never been so close to want to punch a homeless man in the face. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was disrespectful as hell. Oh, what the fuck? That was disrespectful. And at least you would have said, hey, man, help me out get three. He said, hey, can you give me something? I'm really trying to get lunch. I'm thinking you're just trying to get lunch. Right. Fam, you had Jack in the Box. That lunch don't cost $30 for you to be going around asking everybody. You, the audacity of these niggas. Anyways, Charity. <laughs> I'm glad you got that about you. <laughs> um, you know this, what I'm saying? This is what the podcast what this You know what I'm saying? Just to get that head out your heart. I'm a we better person. We got to empty it out. You know what I'm saying? I hope. Hey, <laughs> that's subjective. <laughs> it, it really is. But now, okay. Imagine if you would have. Wait, let me run it back. Because I need to see where your head is when it comes to giving and stuff like that. Some people feel like recording yourself doing charity whether it be giving to a homeless person or paying somebody's bill or mm -hmm. buying their groceries, whatever, that it should be shared on social media for inspiration purposes. Mm -hmm. And then you have the side of the fence who feels like, why are you recording yourself mm -hmm. doing, you know, a good deed? Mm -hmm. Like, what the fuck is that about? I'm on the side of the fence <laughs> where what the fuck is that about like uh -huh. what is the point of you yeah recording yourself doing a good deed for somebody and posting it on the internet that whole inspiration shit i yeah. feel like that's a guys that's a whack-ass excuse like mm. just flex and go we know what okay. the fuck you're doing <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you're not well, low okay so here's here's my thing i'm kind of on the fence with that but i'm more on the side of maybe you should here's why um and then i'm gonna say the dip what makes the difference i think with all this negativity on social media it's good to see something positive just me looking at someone looking on facebook and i'm like oh death 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 murder drugs oh somebody's giving back damn so to me it looks good but for them when I look at it, it has to seem genuine to me. I feel like, I mean, I'm not perfect, but I feel like I'm a judge of character where I can tell if you bullshitting or you're just doing it for clicks or likes or it's really something genuine. Mm. But if we are never showing what we're doing that's good, then all we're doing is showing what's bad. Okay. Right? All right. So... I'm all for more positivity on the social medias and part of that is positive, but it is counterproductive if you are bullshitting and you're just trying to do it for clicks and likes and stuff. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's kind of a double edged sword for me, but yeah. I mean, what you think? I mean, look, I 100% understand that whole seeing negativity all the time on the timeline. Yeah. Twitter is always like some bullshit. 
IG is always some fake shit. I don't even like Twitter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, I fuck with Twitter though. <laughs> Twitter got some crazy shit and it you be in real up. time. Like, hold on, nigga. <laughs> Wait a minute. I like Twitter. Um, I, I get it. And you know, life is about balance in general, right? Yeah. My issue is if it's genuine, why can't you show the lead up? the prep mm. work that goes into it instead of filming the actual act mm. because okay. I'm pretty sure. And I don't know this to be true. Again, this is a gross generalization. If you got issues with it, take your ass to the back with the baby. <laughs> Why the grown folks talk? That's going to be a regular thing. Hey dog, <laughs> look, so this is a gross generalization. I, I, I don't know this to be true, but I'm pretty certain that the people that you are filming who are receiving this, even if you ask them before you press record, like, hey, are you cool with me recording you and posting this to my social media? Mm -hmm. Even if they say yes, they're probably feeling cornered. Like, if I say no, I'm going to seem like a dickhead and I'm not going to get whatever help you're trying to offer me. Yeah, I see that. And what's not cool with me is you don't know what kind of humiliation Mm -hmm. that might inflict on the person who needs your help. Yeah. I'm not trying to be embarrassed just because I need something from you. Yeah. But I need it. So I'm going to what be embarrassed so, so I can yeah, get I a, a pair of socks, so a sandwich or whatever. So definitely looking on the other side, the person like that's getting the help becoming viral. And then when they look at that, oh, that's the person that needed that money or the Feel person me? that was homeless. What if the person that yeah. was homeless get up, they get on their feet, they end up on Twitter. Looking at weird shit and porn, I don't know. <laughs> but they get up and they can come across themselves like, oh, damn, you literally immortalized a yeah. part of my life where I was low. That shit but, is not but, cool. But why would it be on? <laughs> hey, look, I don't why know. <laughs> it's like, oh, look at me fucking. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey Twitter, Twitter got some weird shit on there. And <laughs> just like to veer off, just to veer off for a second. Twitter was supposed to do away with Twitter porn like at the top of the year, at top of 2020. Oh, they ain't never going. That shit is still on there. It's still there. They ain't never going away. It's still there. So you don't know people get up on their feet. They get social medias, whatever. And I would personally hate to see a moment in my life when I was low captured yeah. in a time capsule yeah. on the internet. So it's like that's super inconsiderate and as far key, as I'm it might, concerned. It might drive you back to whatever was 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 putting you down at the first place. For you real. Know? Yeah. yeah. Dang, that's a good point. So I, I'm not for it. I'm not. I feel like, yeah, we need to break up the monotony and see some positivity because social media is extremely unstable. Mm-hmm. Not only is it saturated with fake ass shit and ignorance all the time. Oh, yeah. But it's mostly negativity. So, yeah, it'd be cool to break that up. But why not film yourself in the kitchen stuffing a hundred sack lunches yeah. to give away? I, I or agree with that. You know? I think I think it would seem way more genuine if you would show the process along with that. Boom. Uh, but also we are very short attention span uh, yeah. showing that process about True. three four minutes we're like all right man what's next <laughs> all right you put a sandwich in the bag though what's next <laughs> all right fuck all of this shit <laughs> scroll and scroll yeah Hell but yeah. I, I i agree with you i agree with you that's I with you i yeah. mean i don't know but in other news <laughs> you know what i was thinking about too what I was thinking about this whole Juice World situation. Oh shit! Passed. I was thinking about that too. You know what? I wasn't. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> I was like, I was trying to share a thought with you. <laughs> I was thinking, oh yeah, me too. Like, fuck your thought, <laughs> <laughs> nigga. Fuck you. But no, seriously, <laughs> I was thinking about like the Juice World situation. Yeah. Uh, one of his songs came on. It was uh, what was it? Yeah, rest in peace, Juice World. That shit is crazy. Um, what was it? Ransom, him and uh Tech of the Remix. I oh, love yeah. that song. But I was listening to it and I was thinking. I used I was to like, hate Ransom. I'm sorry, good. What but the with the original or the remix? The remix got me on board. I didn't oh, like no, the no, original. No, I like I like the original and the remix. But it was too catchy for me to pass on. I don't know. That nigga Tekka remind me of my little brother. <laughs> I don't know why. That makes a lot of sense. He's adorable, but it's like nigga, you shouldn't be rapping about the shit that you're talking about. Like you're too cute for that shit. Go study. <laughs> man that song got me in the closet like i got black why would you all right right <laughs> but i fuck with juice won me over the oh, remix yeah. won me over so now i'll listen to the original but i prefer the remix but thinking about juice world's untimely passing is absolutely nuts because not only did he do what a lot of a lot of other rappers do which is rap about the lifestyle that they live have lived in the past 
And they might exaggerate a little bit. It may not even be on no still selling drugs or whatever type of stuff. Yeah. But I take issue with people, especially in the black community. We're like, in my opinion, and again, a general, just a gross generalization. In the black community, we make this whole speaking into existence shit. I think we go too far. Mm. A lot of people feel like he died pretty much by his own tongue because he rapped about a lot of dark shit Mm -hmm. and they feel like he kind of talked himself into passing away, Mm -hmm. you know? And I feel like that shit is whack as hell. Like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not with it. Do you think that you can speak things into existence on that level? So I don't think it's as powerful as what people say to say that that was the reason is kind of bullshit. Mm. There's so many other things that could go into account, but I do believe, and you make a good point that there's so many rappers that talk about these things and they don't really succumb to this stuff, but who knows who's to say that they're not struggling with this as we speak. Right. Yeah. Number one. And who's to say that future was talking about lean like years <laughs> before he even stopped. Big facts. And he he apologized. He said, man, I've been stopped doing it. <laughs> For real, this nigga was clean. You know what he I'm was saying? clean out here. He was mad clean. Talking about dirty shit. But anyway. He's um, still talking about it too. <laughs> nigga, you ain't slick. <laughs> but you still talking about Lee. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga still talking about perks and all kind of this nigga made us. Oh, yeah. But I believe just, just, just Molly talking. Nigga, what? <laughs> you don't do neither one of them no more. <laughs> Perkins says. Lying ass nigga. You don't even have that feeling. <laughs> That's ibuprofen, nigga. We see you. <laughs> Lying ass nigga. But you, I, you know, I'm happy for him. I'd rather you stop. Wait, I'd rather you not do it. But I'd be in the pill. You know what I'm saying? The fuck? <laughs> Molly Parker said, nigga. Oh, anyway. yeah. Yeah. But I do believe, like, in a general psychology sense, that um, we can't speak some things in existence because that's just how our mind works. If something is ruminating in, in our head, and we keep thinking about something, we tend to become that thing that we're thinking, right? Yeah. So if I'm in my room all day thinking like, oh, I'm suck, I suck, I'm lonely, I'm lonely, I suck, I'm lonely, I suck, I'm lonely. I'm going to literally be thinking I'm lonely, even though I have people in my life where I don't have to feel lonely. I you know what like, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So you can literally talk yourself into something, but at the end of the day, it is your job to recognize that, you know, maybe it's your mind playing tricks on you. Um, maybe you need to put some more positive thoughts in your head, stuff like that. But to say like, like to say like, oh, you went in, you talking about lean and all this stuff in your music. So that's the only reason why you're doing it. And that's the only reason why you passed. That's bullshit. It had to to be so much more included in that. I agree. And that is like, I mean, Lil Wayne talk about lean all the time. And even though it almost kills him, he's still alive, right? Hey, shit. I don't know. (laughs) You heard heard about the shit that was allegedly found on his plane. They found fucking heroin. They found cocaine. Oh, he doing real shit. I said, what the fuck this nigga doing? Drugs, (laughs) drugs. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. But you know what? Maybe he's not doing it. Maybe, I don't know, he has a hand in selling it. I don't know. This is all alleged, Mm, but I I don't know. Wayne, look, he got two dreads that's hanging on. I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully he's not abusing anything, but, you know, he's another rapper, him, Rick Ross. They fell into that life heavy heavy even one of the greats in uh houston big mo he passed yeah. away from abusing lean oh yeah feel me so oh, yeah. th- you know this shit is it's a slippery slope but, but i think in this time of social media i think people are so busy trying to take a stand or trying to be a part of something bigger that we're not looking at what might be going on internally we're only thinking about exterior shit you Facts know for I mean? sure. So if someone passed away, it's like, oh, it got to be drugs. We got to stop drugs, y'all. Nah, nah, nah. It's like, no, he was probably really going through some shit. Right, right. And he was using those drugs to medicate, and that's what people do. You know Especially what I'm saying? Especially in the there's industry. A, there's a lot of different ways to medicate. And in that industry, they do pills like Skittles. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like Skittles. For real. And it's, it's super, <laughs> this nigga did a Skittles hand signal. <laughs> and all niggas know. Y'all niggas know what that is. Y'all niggas know when you, when you click clack them Skittles in your hands. <laughs> they could be popping them one at a time. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. I don't understand why hood niggas do that. I've only seen hood niggas do the Skittle <laughs> hand motion. This shit is crazy. It's like, and then apart from eating Skittles, 
the hand motion look kind of crazy. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. The shit looks weird. Like, nigga, what the fuck are you doing? Are you stealing like, me? I don't know if they're like pleasured by the Skittles. Right. <laughs> where, is, where are you going with this? But <laughs> but yeah, I, I think black people take off with this whole, I feel like black people love to mystify shit and we're not going to get too deep into it on this episode, mm-hmm. but we got to cover this shit eventually. Oh, man. I feel like black people mystify stuff, and that goes back to the type of religion that was forced on us, you know, immediately after the transatlantic slave trade. Mm. Like, there, there's a whole weird perception of spirituality and um, the power that you can wield over your life mm-hmm. when you say certain things. Like, I 100% agree with you. There is some psychology behind telling yourself certain stuff. Mm-hmm. You start to believe it, this, that, and the third. But I don't know, based on the articles that came out about his death, mm-hmm. allegedly he popped the pills that he had because he was trying to avoid going to jail, to federal prison. Because mm-hmm. they searched him and then they knew that, you know, they were going to find some shit on him and he was not about to do the time. Wow. Now, I don't know how true that was. I wasn't there. In his last moments. But then if that was the case, then he knew he would have known it would have been way too much. And he was probably really risking it. Right. Like, look, y'all ain't taking me to jail. <laughs> maybe some maybe some shit like that. So I, I again I don't feel like it's a oh well he spoke that into his life. The the power of life and death is yeah. in the tongue and all this other yeah. stuff. Like, hey, that's true to a degree. There's way too many other variables in this world for you to be just looking at one thing and being like, Yeah, exactly. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Just cause that's all you see. And that's all he talking about in music don't mean that's all he's going on. And that's not all he talked about in his music either. I, I mean, I'm not a big fan of his music, but I've heard, a, you know, I've heard a little bit of him hip hop head. So I'm going to listen to new artists, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, you know, he has some different than his music, but, you know, he wasn't he, he only sad boy music this. sometimes. Oh, I'm yeah, not going to lie. Him music. and X has some sad boy music. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. He has some real sad boy music. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it like... There was a point in time where, but that, but in just in saying that, that that brings some type of uh, truth in and in speaking into existence. Because when you look at a lot, Tupac, classic and B, before he died, he he kept talking about death. True, and and again, black people was like, oh, well, they brought them. No, you realize subscribing to a certain lifestyle puts you in harm's way oh, yeah. when you when you run with certain niggas you run in certain circles you tote guns you you know i'm saying you literally rub elbows with killers day in and day out do you really think you're gonna come out clean and that's why and that's why we see we see tupac as like this legend this mythical figure he he just got popped on some regular street shit he got popped on some regular street shit it wasn't none it wasn't no big controversy. You know what I'm saying? He wanna he whooped somebody's ass and they retaliated. Boom. It's that simple. <laughs> and for it. every nigga that's the thing. And for every nigga who speaks about death a lot in their music and they have actually died being in hip hop, how many were, other niggas they were, they do were the pro- same shit? Yeah. And they still here. Yeah. Come yeah. on now. The numbers ain't adding And Tupac up. was probably in some type of situation. He was like, I know this is this ain't gonna end up right. Uh, right. Just cause of the circles I'm running yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah, and we didn't know exactly what that would be, so we just hear him talking about death, and we're like, right. ooh. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah. And then it, it fell how it fell. Yeah. But that whole life and death and all of that, speaking things into existence, I feel like that is, that's a slippery slope. And yeah. it, I only agree with a very small fraction of that shit. Yeah. I don't believe in curses and all that other shit. Like, I'm sorry. I really feel like things are a little bit more simple then people try and make it but we'll get into that yeah i I do believe i'm kind of spiritual and stuff like that but i'm more on the side of the science of the mind and psychology more than being some some big being that's that's controlling all that stuff i mean that's your profession yeah for sure yeah 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 Yeah. so i don't know that's just my personal thoughts but anyway either way um rest in peace juice world yeah you know it's, it's sad. He was so, so young. Yeah, so, so young. young. And I just hate when people try and make it seem like, you know, he just spoke some words and now yeah. he's not here no more. Oh, that's it's super complicated. Yeah. And a lot of people is like, oh, he was like a really good talent. You know, he was on the rise, you know, stuff like that. Absolutely. I can't really say that because, you know, I haven't like really listened to him like that. But that's still a young black man at the end of the day. Absolutely. Making he his had music, making his money, doing it what immense, he needs to do. Immense potential. He yeah. made a song with Eminem. Of course, it came out, you know, after he passed away. I but I, Oh, yeah, the Eminem new album. Yeah, yeah, I haven't yeah. heard that yet. 
absolutely you oh, gotta okay. listen to it it's eminem now okay oh my god i i just bear with me for a second oh god now i have loved eminem i'm scared since i was a child okay i've loved eminem now of course i don't want to say that he is susceptible to like the whole time capsule thing you know how some rappers they fall victim to mm. time capsule music like every rapper from like 2003 to 2009 mm-hmm. from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. All of them niggas is just in the time capsule. They're gone. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't want to say that that was the case with Eminem. I do feel like there was a huge shift after yeah. he kind of parted ways musically with uh, like 50 and especially with Dre. Yeah. His production when he left Dre, it has not been the same. And Dr. Dre, in my opinion, he was able to equalize Eminem's chainsaw approach yeah. in white male rage-ness yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh, market it to the African-American audience, Man, which that, caught me. That makes me. a lot of sense. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Now you see his music, apart from Dr. Dre, it's still that same chainsaw. Ding, 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 Oh, shit. But it just don't relate. It doesn't relate to black people anymore, right? Right, right. And he has a lot of chainsaw-ass niggas that has come under him, and they do chainsaw music. But if the production does not resonate with the black audience, then it's just not going to pop the way it used to. And I think we're seeing that with Eminem. Um, Man, that's a good point. So I don't know where I was going with that, but I, I love Eminem. Even still, <laughs> his, uh, his new album, his new album is you know classic chainsaw music, and I'm not gonna lie, it's something that I would spin from top to bottom mm, a few times just to kind of you know do my due diligence as a fan. But see, and I that, probably wouldn't go back to it. But that's what I'm scared. I don't want to be disappointed again, so I'm kind of like I'm hesitant. Amen. I'm really hesitant, but I'm gonna listen to it because it's Eminem. Exactly, and you that's how to. he will always stay relevant. That might be that might we might be killing him. Hey, <laughs> slowly. <laughs> Cause we're like, Eminem, you suck. Please. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Spin his records. And he looking on the set. Okay, they they liking me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we getting some numbers. <laughs> but Damn. yeah. And and again, think about it like I don't know if I'm remembering this incorrectly, but the kamikaze album mm. that was like a surprise release right yeah he didn't market he didn't let nobody know he just dropped the that shit a, yeah and that's exactly why he called it kamikaze because he just dropped it exactly yeah so he did the same thing with this most recent album mm. and i feel like it's gonna go the way of kamikaze people are gonna talk about it for a little bit they're gonna jam the chainsaw music from top to bottom a few times and then we're yeah. gonna be on to the next thing yeah and even then kamikaze had some value because it was right after a very underwhelming album Facts. So basically, yeah. that that album was basically a fuck you. <laughs> it really was. It was. And he had some he had some uh, pretty tight features on there that yeah. you know resonated. That fuck you. Kamikaze wasn't that bad. It, it wasn't. It, it wasn't that bad. I fucked with it. So but, I, you know, I hope this one is better. I. You know what I need? One time before Eminem hangs it up, I need him to do an album front to back with Dr. Dre. I swear to God, oh, I feel that. like if he did an album with Dre on production, he top could, to bottom, he could go out in a blaze of glory. And look, man, if he does that, then I will hope he never makes a song another day in his life. Boom, and I'm cool with that because we need legends to end on a good note. Sometimes legends go so far to where we see them fall. Mm, that's so painful. Yeah, this shit is heartbreaking. Like, fam, do do three, four albums or five albums, mm. then go do some other shit. Right. <laughs> Let Don't us do, keep seeing you, but not yeah, the music. music industry is not meant for you to be in there lifelong. It's just not. You know who did that shit perfectly? Method Man. Method Man. Oh, that nigga is everywhere when he wants to be. <laughs> and he's good at it. And side note, that motherfucker fine. Now, he got a wife and shit, so I'm gonna back off. <laughs> but Method Man did that shit wonderfully. Like he doesn't make music anymore. He don't have to worry about it. He just, you know, he does his little movies and his appearance uh, yeah. appearances on TV and whatever when he wants to. He yeah. got his teeth fixed. Like Method Man was like, "Fuck this music." Yeah, he's very talented but in we'll a lot get of his ways. Bag. Yeah, for sure. He, now Red Man, I I don't know about, about just, Red Man. He just came out with a song called uh, "Slap the Shit Out You," and I love it so much. Who, Red Man? Yes, he just came out with a video. No it's, way. It's called Slap the Shit Out You, and I love it a lot. Shut the fuck up, are you serious? He made a video on all he's doing is slapping people. The whole video. I need to go and look at, what? Like they're asking him for shit, and then he slaps the shit out of him. Oh, 
Oh, I felt that on the spiritual level. I ain't even seen the shit. Right. Hey, Ray, man, can I have a call? (laughs) 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 Definitely go watch that. Damn. Okay, I got to check that out. But speaking of slapping the shit out of people. Oh, my God. We got to move on to another segment. Oh, shit. The We Been New News. Oh, We Been New News. The We Been New News. Nigga, what have we been known? (laughs) Is that even correct? (laughs) We Been Known New News. news, Some shit. We Been New to New to New. And and we knew this shit already. We Been New. So, in this segment, we're going to talk about some shit that we hear on the internet and the interwebs, on TV, stuff like that, that people think is, like, brand new, or the media think is brand new, but we've been new to shit. Or the people who announce the shit feel like it's new. Yeah. Nigga, what the fuck? Yeah. We knew that. We've been new. So, in this new segment right here, we're going to talk about R. Kelly's girlfriend. Oh, shit. This girl. First shit, of all, Wait a minute. Which one? The as Azriel oh, Azul okay. Azubi uh, Azul Eze, All I know is A Z something. A Z as you know what? Hold on. This is what fucks with me. This is what fucks with me. Let me look up this. Her name is Azriel Clary. Oh damn. Um, <laughs> she's super uh, talented. Um, she's a singer. She's been singing since she was pretty much a child. Man. Uh, well, she's pretty much still a child. Um. Since she was a smaller child, <laughs> let me say that. That's messed up because it never. Uh, go but ahead, go ahead, her go ahead. her nickname is what does me in. Her like close friends and family they call her as. I'm sorry, that's kind of close to ass. You're not gonna run around here calling me ass. <laughs> You're not gonna disrespect me in my face. Ass. Hey ass. <laughs> they couldn't call. They couldn't call her a uh, real real. I don't know something. Azri <laughs> Ariel I don't know But it ain't gonna be No damn ass Real <laughs> Feel me no. So yeah Let me Go ahead and do what you I'm I'm never, I had to get, get that out dollar, I'm never calling that name Cause there's no good nicknames That come out Ass Ass I need to make you a name With a good nickname Fuck. Ass got that ass <laughs> What <laughs> The fuck No Hey ass You got some of that ass <laughs> Man please Mavs Smaz <laughs> the fuck no no i'm not with the shit but beautiful girl beautiful vocals super talented yes unfortunate circumstances yes what we got so did you see that video of uh her and the other girlfriend arguing and literally fighting coming to blows oh my yeah oh my god man i'm a no lie that was like one of the most disturbing videos i've ever seen and I see some disturbing shit. Man, that shit was delicious. Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe it's just me, and I have an affinity for fucking foolishness. But I was grinning like the cat that ate the damn canary. Okay, <laughs> now I know that phrase is some southern ass shit, but we out here in Texas, motherfucker. That's why I stay. <laughs> I was grinning from ear to ear during that whole shit, man. I was dying, and I shouldn't have been. And it it really sounded like they was like really coming to blows. I'm like, oh, they fighting, fighting. <laughs> hey yo, hey, they scream. Are you <laughs> the scream the scream because shorty was talking mad shit she was popping off she made gross allegations yeah you slept all, with me when i was a minor and then that scream i don't know first of all if you end the fight and all you could say is i know how to fight dog <laughs> you lost to, she had to make a declaration like hey i, I know how to fight okay <laughs> That, that whole time she was acting all big and shit, and then after the end she, she started crying. Talking hot shit. But talking hot sh- cash but ass one noise. One of the biggest things is like like you saying, she was saying, You slept with me as a minor, you slept with me as a minor. And then one of the parts of that video, she was like, Yep, we was lying. I was lying for him in that video. <laughs> Dog. Dog. We've been new. We've been new. We've been new. If you thought you did a good job. In that, Concealing in that, that bullshit Man come on I hope I really hope she didn't leave thinking she aced that shit You know what I'm pretty sure he gassed And was like you did a good job baby Or what? what is, he has some kind of weird Sick ass nicknames for them girls But I'm pretty sure he gassed her and told her she did A phenomenal performance She did terrible <laughs> she I did. think all of them did Y'all killing me with this shit All of it was terrible <laughs> It was all bad I don't know how to hog tie. Oh my God. When he said, I don't know how to hog tie. When I tell you, I, the scream that left my body. I don't know how to hog tie people. Sir. First of all, we knew you was lying. 
when you started yelling at uh what what was her name? The Gail. Name? Poor yeah, Gail. you started yelling at her as soon as she started. She was like, "Hey, welcome to the shut up." <laughs> Gail Gail was a thug, not Robert. Like, Damn, <laughs> Robert. She kept calling the nigga by his first name, Robert. Robert. <laughs> I don't know why every time you call him by Robert, it sounds nasty. It does. You know what's nasty? His middle name. What's his middle name? Sylvester. Ugh. <laughs> Nigga, what? I'm sorry, fam. Robert if, any, if anybody listening to this is named Sylvester, I'm sorry, but I'm ugh. sorry, but I'm, I'm I think you're a creep until proven innocent. Sylvester, the only one who can get away with that name is Mr. Stallone. Everybody else, you're a fucking creep. I don't know. I still think he's a little creep. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. But I don't. Something about Sylvester. I don't know. It, I don't know. That's some creep shit. I don't like it. This but man she, been a creep since he was born. Hey, no, man, for real, that nigga been a creep for most of his life, and he has very unfortunate beginnings. But that does not justify the sick ass shit that oh, he was yeah. into. Oh yeah, like dog, come on. At some point, you you gotta get that and up, you, and you know you're doing shit wrong. Exactly, because you know he and you still he he covered his tracks. At least he tried to pretty well. He had yeah. enough money to keep throwing at people to shut the fuck up. The money dried up, and the brick house is falling. That's why I still see. Okay, so people be talking about like they can separate the music from the artist. Right? Oh shit, we getting into that? I can kind of do that, dog. Okay, right? I can kind of do that. Oh man, but not with R. Kelly. Why? Because his music is so sexual. <laughs> Wait, what? Now, Wait, now, hold on. Now hold when on. I'm when I'm hearing the key in ignition, I'm like, ugh. Hey, look here. Ugh. Hey, one of um, Aaliyah's songs came on, and of course the artwork comes up with the song, and you oh can see this creepy ass motherfucker lurking in the that, back. That, the uh, focus is all blurry, but nigga, I, we see your bald headed ass. I love listening to "You Are Love," man. And I listen to that, and then I look at the thing, and I'm like, oh damn, gotta be your bald head ass at the end, your looking down on the ground. Why? Why do you have to be in there? <laughs> There's no reason for you to be in the cover. I feel like you halted the whole photo shoot just to be like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Let me be in there. <laughs> I got to be in the cover. Oh, my God. But Kelly, you ain't got no shirt on. You just got like a, a vest. You got a, a <laughs> fucking leather vest with no shirt. It's cool. And a bald head and some sunglasses. We should have known he wouldn't shit then. We should have known. We should have known he wasn't shit when he was in the video with Cassidy. In all pink. <laughs> oh my God, girl! You wanna come to my hotel? You know what? Let's not sing that. We no, done muted this no. nigga. And and it's sad because I really like his inspirational music. Right. Like the I believe I can fly, but even that at this point seems like it's a cover up. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, damn it, R. Kelly. And I was talking to somebody this before. It feel like. He would have been this person regardless of Ooh, whatever happened. Really? But because that's who he is. That's his personality. That's, that's you know, how he grew up. We can't change that. Mm-hmm. But he just happened to be talented. Damn. So because he was so talented, he was able to get out there. And because he became so powerful, he was able to use that power to strengthen who he already was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Shit. So I if he wasn't that. super talented... He probably would have tried to fuck with some little girl and got caught up, and he probably would have been jailed already. Um, Like the creepy-ass nigga that lived on his block when he was a kid? I don't know if you've watched any of the documentaries. I just started watching, like, a couple episodes, and they said that, that he, that him and his brother was messed up by a family with a for family with a family member yeah. that uh they wouldn't say. I was like, damn. His sister? Shit, I said. His sister, Teresa, was fucking them kids. Oh, damn. Yeah. And it's like, damn, well, what happened to her to where she was fucking on her little brothers? Like, that shit is sick. Yeah, it had to be something that happened. Yeah, so that was the family member. But it wasn't just her. They didn't name the other person. But they for sure, you know, in other news outlets, named their sister. And that shit is really, really sad. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. But that um that whole documentary series, especially like part one, the installment that aired january like what 2019 yeah that shit turned my stomach because they went into some very real details yeah and when you hear about the shit that that nigga did in the links that he went to to cover his tracks Crazy. he was sick for real yeah 
he was really fucking sick. Yeah. And the niggas around him, they were sick Just too. Let it happen. And you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say it. Y'all got a problem. Take your ass to the back with the baby. <laughs> Those parents, a lot of them parents give me vibes. I can't confirm or deny now, but they give me vibes that they was in on the shit to a certain degree. Mm. It sounds like some of them parents was on board because a lot of this shit popped after we knew what he did with Aaliyah. Yeah. That shit was public information yeah. and we knew this nigga was sketchy. Yeah. And they was like, look, I'm going to put my daughter in front of you. I yeah. hope this shit goes right. And it went horribly left. Yeah. I, I feel could, like that's the case with a that. lot of them parents. Not now, everybody. In, now, in the documentary, they're saying, like, people were believing that, that Aaliyah was, like, a one-time thing. Shit. Or they never really put too shit. much thought into it. But as a parent, you're going to think really heavy about your child, right? Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> but if <laughs> the bag is like, big enough. And you'll be like, yo, this is a mad risk. But... I'm going to take that shit. And they took it. And their daughters were taken from them because yeah. of it. Yeah. And now they probably like legit sad. But it's like, yo, you kind of handed her off. You man. feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, you know, and we can't know all of the, the nuances and the dynamics. But on the grand scheme of things, it sounds mm-hmm. like y'all took a risk. And y'all was hoping your daughter yeah. would be the exception. And yeah. she was gang, gang. And that bitch yeah. in the house with all of them other girls <laughs> in the rooms and shit yeah. in that mansion. And the shit started, you know, coming down. Now, of course, we're overgeneralizing. There are, you know, some parents who may not have known or the girls may have stepped out or whatever. Yeah, secretively. But there is some truth to these situations. Come on, you got to be real with yourself. Come on, man. Get out, the the, get out the baby's room. You feel what I'm saying? Come on now, talk to the adults. (laughs) Get out the baby's room. You know, it's it's the the truth. But, you know, we're going to get out that R. Kelly shit. I feel like there's some more that's going to come out. And oh, yeah. as it comes out, oh yeah, we're going to offer some commentary because this whole situation is just fucking drama. And like I said, that fight, I'm sorry, this shit was delicious. I was like, what the hell is what the fuck is going on with these girls? Said, take the Grammy. I was like, what the? Take these Grammys before I break them. I, I don't even I think said, that oh, was a Grammy. It wasn't. It was an AMA award. I said, you know what? <laughs> this little girl is 12 years old. Get her the fuck out that's of Trump's you know, house. She didn't give a shit or knew what was going on. Okay, take these Grammys before I break them. I was like, man, this shit is, this shit is a mess. Kelly could have came back. Got I got an Oscar. She was like, that's good. <laughs> like I said, take this Grammy before I break it. <laughs> but that shit, that shit is absolutely crazy. Oh, yeah. um, word on the street is that she has some kind of documentary in the works. We don't know how Ooh. true that is. However, that's gonna be a cash cow situation. If she does have a documentary oh, in the yeah. works, because you know how many people would pay her for just a, a small story mm-hmm. of what she experienced, and oh, yeah. so you know we are gonna see she what probably done already got paid from. Hey, look here, she probably got something in the works she now that she's free and move free to move about the cabin. But I ain't gonna lie, I mean, I, w- I wouldn't watch the second season of that Surviving R. Kelly because it's like okay, now I feel like they they pushing it now, but uh, I would probably watch something from the source, at mm. least at least the first episode to see what it's like you know? yeah just to see yeah it's coming i know it is it is it's too there is too much money on the and table when it does this. come we're gonna talk about it you we? hear me and we're gonna say sh- we told you hey. we've been new we've been that's gonna be another <laughs> we've been new we been new, new segment like dog come on we've oh, been yeah. new that shit but speaking of getting hate out my heart mm. Mm. hating people like like the human race yes okay Let's talk about some people I hate. Oh, shit. Let's go. You ever go to an auto shop? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and you say, hey, I want some oil. Can I get the oil change? A little bit and of oil? Like, yeah, sure. Okay. So you get your oil changed there. You go mind your business. You go do work. You go to gas. You go to McDonald's and shit. You know what I'm saying? Don't act like you don't go to McDonald's. Okay. Oh, nigga, who is you? Nigga, we gave up McDonald's. You still going there? Yes. I'm judging you. In real life, I'm judging you. I go to McDonald's for breakfast. Uh, man. Because it's right across the street from my job. Man, you know uh-huh. I get to work at 8.30 every day? Man, please. I'm supposed to be there at 8. <laughs> <laughs> just like a nigga. They don't even say nothing no more. <laughs> just like a nigga. It's just, it's just expected. <laughs> <laughs> hey, check this out. I do the same When I come on shit. time, they're like, oh, shit, good morning. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, look. Dog, you know how pathetic that is? When I'm there on time, they say, oh, you're here early? God damn it. 
<laughs> oh, just, just like a nigga. Did it to yourself. You Did know. it to myself. But yeah. So, you know, riding around doing things, you know, all of a sudden you, you get ready for work in the morning. Car stall. Ooh. Yeah. Battery, engine, all of them lights on. Oh my God. Like a damn Christmas tree up in there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh so God. I end up having to get towed truck. $175. Oof. Nigga, I'm broke. Nigga, I'm broke. I'm broke. My grandfather helped me out, right? Damn. I ain't afraid to say it. I hey, got family. Look here. We all been there. God damn it. Anyways. <laughs> all the grown folks have been there. You hear me? Kind of find out, talking to the truck, tow truck guy looking under it, find out it was an oil leak. Wait, what? It was an oil leak. Almost locked up my motor. They must have messed something up under there, punctured a gasket or something. God, this oil all all under my shit. Damn. When they told my when they told my truck, it was a line of oil, a line of oil just coming out the car, right? So I'm mad. Mm. I'm like these auto shop people. Fucking messed up my car, right? And I'm thinking, I say, I know they're gonna deny this shit. Oh yeah, you know I, they are. I know they're gonna deny this shit. Luckily, they did not. They but were what, honest? But what they did do is fuck it up again. <gasps> I'm so sorry to laugh. I spent the whole <laughs> off day waiting for them to fix the car. And they, every time they was like, oh, yeah, we'll call you. And this is like right across the street. So I was like walking and shit back and forth and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. And eventually I called. <laughs> like, hey, man. <laughs> and they was like, oh, man, your car's good to go. I'm like, what the fuck you ain't telling All right. So I Your walked over there again. Man, hell no. They gave me the keys. They say you good. I said, okay, cool. Because if you would have tried to give me a charge, I'm going to call some hell up in here. Okay. And I was I was a little aggressive, but I was like slight aggressive. Hey, you, like hey a, black man. Hey, black man. But, but, <laughs> you but can't hey, be aggressive was, at all, black man. It was like being a robber, but having a gun in your hoodie. Oh, hell no. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, run the shit. Run the shit. <laughs> I will cause a scene in here. You in there and scared them, black man. You can't do that. But there's people in there, and they don't want those people to think that they fucking up cars. Mm. Right? So I'm not going to go outright and say, hey, you fucking up my car. Right. But if I need to, I can cause that scene. Mm. And they understood that. Rightfully so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, regardless, I came in. They gave me the keys. They said it was fine. Okay, cool. I get in my car. I rev it up. It sounds good. I'm like, okay, great. I'm going to go get me a hot dog. <laughs> That's the first thing I went to go do is get a hot dog. So I went to Sonic, right? Maybe like a mile, less than a mile away. I come back trying to come home. Stall on me again. Oh, my God. I'm like, these motherfuckers, I'm going to dropkick somebody in this auto <laughs> shop. I'm going to have to call and be like, hey, I ain't coming into work today or tomorrow because I need bail. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh no! Don't so, go to jail, black man. You know how that goes. You know how it goes. Some people need to be kicked in the face. Amen. But anyways, I'm getting a lot of hate on my heart. <laughs> hey, get it out! You got to get the hate out your heart. Get it out. So I'm sitting there, and I well, I tell him I come in and I look him straight in the eye. I said, "It ain't fixed." Ooh. And then I pointed out like that. I said, "It ain't fixed." I started saying it louder. And he was like. <laughs> He's like, okay, let me let me double check. He was like, I'm sure it was fair. I said, it's not. Oh my god! So he went and double checked. I'm sitting there looking. I'm sitting in there eating my hot dog because I wasn't able to eat my hot dog yet. I was about to go home and eat it, but now I got to eat in front of a fucking auto shop. Damn. <laughs> I'm fucking. <laughs> so I'm literally imagine me just on a bench outside of auto shop. Again. <laughs> Looking all serious as shit. Mad as hell. I'm going to eat a foot long coney and look mad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, come on. Niggas trying to eat bananas. <laughs> you can't do that shit be mad. There's people looking at me and shit. <laughs> like, oh, that nigga mad. <laughs> Baby, shit at that hot dog. <laughs> that was an aggressive ass bite. <laughs> Calm down before you choke, nigga. <laughs> so... Turns out he looked at me and was like, oh man, we're gonna have to get a whole new motor for this. Oh, we, nigga. 
Oh, we speak in French? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, what? We? So, I'm like, because, okay, so, because at first he was like, the engine's not locked up. And I looked him in the face and I said, I know it's not locked up, but it's leaking. <laughs> he tried to say that if it's like, we didn't fuck up that bad. You fucked up. Dog. <laughs> you fucked up. But we got to get a new engine. I'm not paying for it. Okay. He said the engine going to come in by Monday. Okay. So I'm hoping. But my poor little car is not going to be the same. It's really not. It's not going to be the same. Yeah. It's going to sound different. Yeah. You fucked it up. Damn. So I hate auto shops and auto salesmen. They're the worst people in the world. I'm sorry if you're a, if you're a car salesman. <laughs> okay, you you're probably a great person, but as soon as you walk in that auto dealership, I hate you and everything you believe in. Oh, fuck you and everything you stand for. Everything you believe in. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had an auto dealership hold my ID and would not let me leave. Wait, what? They was trying to get me into a deal and I was almost about to sign it. And I wouldn't leave out the off the lot with the car because I changed my mind. Yeah. And they would keep my car and try to keep persuading me to get mm. the car. Right. And I was like, these people are not giving me ID, my ID. I'm not trying to cause a scene and get arrested in here. Okay. Because I could easily jump over this desk and knock his ass out. Black man, you can't do that, black man. But I'm trying to be professional. Yeah. But this is like one of my first time buying a car. So I'm I'm really not sure what to do. So I call yeah, my yeah. grandfather. I'm like, yo, they not trying to give me my ID. I'm not trying to get this car. They was like, my grandfather was like, say you're going to get a lawyer. I said, I can't afford a lawyer. He said, that's not the point. They don't know that. <laughs> he said, that's not the point. So I hang up. I go there and I say, okay, I'm going to just have to go get my lawyer. He gave me the ID and said, have a good day. Uh-huh, yeah. Like, Quick, literally, fast, I'm not paraphrasing. Wow. He said nothing else after that. So I walked out. I was like, man, fuck this. I'm never going to one of these big ass auto shops again. What in I'm the buying from mom and pop. Hey, I don't know about mom and pop. I'm dog. buying from Louise Gonzalez. I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know about that. You that got but me. you just gotta be sure you're not getting a lemon. You gotta drive it around, you gotta check all that shit. Bring bring like a certified auto mechanic, all that shit. I'm sorry, a lemon will pop up on you fucking two months later. Oh yeah, and I then know. what? You know, I I just can't do the mom and pop thing. Oh yeah. If anything, if I'm not trying to deal with them fucking aggressive ass car salesmen at mm-hmm. like the the major outlets, mm-hmm. maybe CarMax. They seem to be a little bit more even keeled. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You know what else is even? Which might be some pros and cons either. Rental shops. I've Places like never Hertz considered that. Yeah. And uh, Enterprise. Yeah, yeah. I got my Hyundai from Enterprise. You can buy cars from there, huh? Yes. And you know they keep up with their cars because that's their business. Right. It's keeping up with the cars. The only thing is you probably have multiple people in your cars. (laughs) But they've had to take care of it because if they fuck it up, they're going to have to pay for that. Right. Right? Yeah, yeah. And the mileage is usually low because they want to keep the mileage low on their cars. Mm -hmm. So when their cars get to about 40 or 50,000, they put it for sale. Huh. Okay. So... And when I went through, they didn't, like, hassle me or try to get me to get bigger cars or whatever. They was like, hey, you want that one? All right, cool. And then we did our work and got it done. Damn. Okay. Yeah, so I'm looking at Hertz or Enterprise. If I do need to get another car, Yeah. I'm going to one of those and be like, hey. Because all I want to do is be like, hey, I want that. You know, I got more, a little bit more hate. Oh, my God. Get the hate out, dog. <laughs> and then because we got to move on. We got to move get on. Get that hate out, though. Get it out. Last time I was looking for cars, I figured out this little trick that they do. You look online and say you want a reasonable car. You don't want a brand new car. You want like a 2015 uh, Honda, right? Mm -hmm. You see one on their website for a decent price. You go over there and be like, hey, I saw this car. Do you have it? Mm. They'd be like, oh, we don't have it. But we have this 2019 Honda Accord mm, right here. Yeah. And the first time that happened, I was like, oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> the second Not time that happened, it was like, damn, they really don't keep their old car. <laughs> Third time, I was like, this shit a scam. I hate all of them. <laughs> you lying motherfuckers. I hate all of them. I hate all of you. <laughs> oh, my God. Every single one of you. They be okay, trying to I'm move done. them cars, okay. man. 
Okay, I'm they done. They be trying to move them cars. I'm done with my hate. You That's do. why I don't want to keep my car because I do not want to deal with buying a car again. I really don't. I don't either. It's coming up though, and I'm just not looking forward to it. <laughs> I'm really not. That shit is stressful. It irritates the hell out of me. You like you know what I'm saying? I'm over that shit, and it ain't even started. That whole process. You know what? Buying a new car. That shit irritates the hell out of me. It takes a whole day. Shit, it takes way more than a day because I don't play when it comes to research. Um, Feel yeah. me? I do not play when it comes to research. So me getting a car is literally weeks, if not months, of me oh, looking oh, into yeah, it. Yeah. That but I'm talking the about shit just out a, of me. I'm talking about just the signing process. Oh, okay, yeah, it is a full day. Yeah, you're right. Like, that, why does shit take a whole day? Just dog. I know apartment, they approve the banks and shit. But apartment like, hunting. Oh. That shit makes me want to scratch my eyes out. Oh yeah. Because I'm, I'm the type that. to, like, I'll go through, I would drive myself crazy going through every pro and con of everything, looking at every little piece. Like, this yep. got this got this about $5 more, but this about a half a mile away more than my job. But this right. one got it. Got the amenities, you know yeah, what I'm saying? One. Yeah. And by that time, this is this is how I make decisions in everything. Oh, my God. What? Like, when I'm at a restaurant. <laughs> what the fuck? I got to be at a restaurant first. I'm at a, I got to be at a restaurant. Uh, when I'm at a restaurant. <laughs> I'm thinking of like two different items, right? Yeah. And I cannot make up my mind until the waiter comes in, mm-hmm. and the waiter's like, "What you want?" And I'm like, uh, "Nachos." Oh man, hell no! <laughs> so I like I cannot make a decision until the very last minute, and then it's like, "Fuck it, this one." <laughs> I thought you was gonna be on some eeny meeny miny mo shit. No, <laughs> flipping a coin. So you just like like I, I don't know. I'm just gonna pick one. Yeah, I don't know about because that. then the pressure's on and I gotta pick one. Man, no, that's not a way to live. Nigga, I'll be in a restaurant for two hours trying to figure out if I want <laughs> chicken or beef. See, you know what? Here's my thing when it comes to restaurants, right? Because I am, I don't want to say a picky eater, but mm. I know what I like and I'm gonna stick to that. Yeah. And if I veer out again, I gotta do some research on it because I'm not gonna just order this random ass shit and then it ruins my night. Oh yeah. Um, for me. I have to review the menu beforehand. I got to mm-hmm. know what I'm going to get going in there. Yeah. Because I get, my nerves get bad. My body temperature goes up. My <laughs> cheeks get flushed. Like, it stresses me the fuck out. So, I have to know what's going on before I get there. Yeah. Because oh, I don't yeah. want to be like, give me this. <laughs> and it should be nasty. <laughs> and don't let it, dog, don't let it be a first date or something. Now, I'm sitting up here trying to eat and chew this nasty ass food and <laughs> Be cute and chop it up with this nigga. Like it's just it's it's a big mess. <laughs> uh-huh. You got to do the uh, the pre production. Pre production. It's pre production when it comes to this shit <laughs> that you got to take care of. Thank God for Google. Hey man, I would not. Do, I wouldn't have a degree if it wasn't for Google. I'm gonna be 100 percent real with you niggas. I would not have a lot of the things that I have. I wouldn't survive the way I do. Oh yeah. Without Google, shouts out to Google. Um, Probably would have been. Fetal position ass style next to a McDonald's. Hey, look here. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for Google. Whole ass out at the local McDonald's. <laughs> I'm not trying to be with my ass out at McDonald's. <laughs> the fuck? I just don't I don't want to get to that Google. point in my life. You know, thank you for Google. Thank you, Keeping Google. Keeping asses in since 1980. <laughs> Google kept my ass in my pants at the local McDonald's, dog. Thank you, Google. Put for that real. in your advertisement, Google. You feel me? <laughs> Sponsors or even even <laughs> McDonald's, McDonald's. I had my ass McDonald's. in in my pants at your restaurant. Come on, McDonald's, we black. You know you want us in our advertise in your advertisements. McDonald's love niggas. You hear me? McDonald's markets to niggas. They got niggas singing in their advertisement. They got niggas working inside of there. That's why the attitude bad. <laughs> it's sad. I can see a McDonald's CEO coming in like, okay, here's our game plan, niggas. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Niggas everywhere. But what about shut up? <laughs> Niggas. Niggas. <laughs> they be like, but do you see what niggas is doing out here? Hey, hey. Niggas. That's it. Niggas is the way. <laughs> niggas. But speaking of niggas and great things. <laughs> speaking of niggas and great things. Okay, well, you know. Let's put some great in his heart. Hey. I put some hate in the heart. Let's put some great in his heart. I, you know, I fuck with that. Now all the hate is out. I don't have it really, like, I don't have no hate in my heart to get out, so I'm just going to go straight for the great. Let's see. Hmm. I think 
I'm gonna go with starting this podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm I can put some great in my heart behind that. I'm super grateful that we're able to get this off the ground and start just putting our thoughts out there. Again, for me, this is highly therapeutic. And if somebody can benefit from this with just laughing, getting a nice kiki out of it, um, picking up some helpful tips, or even just reaching out and communicating with us just to kind of build a network of young working individuals who are educated or are looking into certain opportunities. Oh, now yeah. we have a platform to do that. I'm super oh, yeah. grateful for this and we, opportunity. And we love bullshitting, but we also love having that conversation too. So we, you know, we always down to have conversation like yeah. about learning and growth and shit like that as well. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like it's nice to have a nice, you know, little balance. You got to have the bullshit. You yeah. got to have a little bit of niggotry behind yeah. it. But, you know, again, we're chocolate Americans and even people who aren't Americans, just, mm-hmm. you know, chocolate human beings who are civilized and have some sense about them. Yeah. Even you ignorant motherfuckers can come aboard, too. You know, y'all might be able to learn something or we might be able to learn some ignorant hacks <laughs> from you motherfuckers, too. Either way, it's a community for all of us to kind of come together. It's very therapeutic. Get some shit off your chest. And ultimately what you want to do is get that hate out of your heart. Put some great in your heart. Just be the greatest that you can be. Just make sure your state of mind, the state of your finances, all of that comes full circle. And we plan to kind of dive into all of that. Yeah. And, you know, get tips from y'all. Give the tips that we have. We just want balance and improvement across the board. Yeah. So, yeah, this is our very first episode. So, yeah, we're definitely going to be building some stuff up creating some social medias for us to be able to contact y'all be able to contact us and everything uh you know we we out here growing taking it slow but like like we said in the beginning it's it's been a great process so far um yeah there's some good shit that's going on yeah man so we'll catch y'all on the next episode and like we said get that hate out your heart put some great in your heart you know we'll catch y'all next time peace peace